0: The following is a hoop bowl presentation.
1: Hang the banners from the rafters, everybody. Your Sacramento Kings are champions. I bet it feels good, and I bet it feels also sad, because that's the only championship for a long, long time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Toronto Raptors podcast. We're recording in the morning, and the way you can tell that is I got the city wrong the first time I did that. But (laughs) we are excited to be here. Uh, If you are looking to follow us, please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at Hoop Ball Raptors. That's at Hoop Ball Raptors. And Kieran, you want to tell the people how they can find you?
0: Yes. On Instagram, I'm at KDilla1981. And on Twitter, I'm at K underscore Dilla. Ben, same question.
2: Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. It's the same handle on each. That's uh, at Benny and the Raps. And uh, sure, I'll share that. Congratulations to the Kings because um, they got enough crap around the league and on this show. So when they deserve their flowers, we ought to give it to them.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: That's it was funny.
1: There was a lot of uh, you know talk on Twitter from the uh, the Kangs group, and I was like, I can't tell if they're being serious or not. <laughs> How excited <laughs> they are. <laughs> like, is this uh, disingenuous or th- is this like, yeah. And now they I guess, just need
2: Pascal Siakam and they got a team, right? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and if for some reason you're trying to follow what I'm saying, you can follow me at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter, at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter. Uh, Please head on over to hoop-ball.com, that's hoop-ball.com, and check out all the good stuff. The league is only, what, less than two months away, I believe, at this point from, uh, you know, the real season here. Yeah, uh, They've announced the schedule, so lots of exciting stuff to uh, take a look at, at least the major games. I'm not sure if they announced the full one. Uh, but, yeah, go check it out. Hoop-Ball.com has all your great wager. Uh, this is the fantasy prep time, that sort of stuff. Go check it out, and you'll see something. Okay, guys, Summer League has wrapped up. Uh, the last game there for the Raptors was against Brooklyn. Nobody... Who uh, is expected to have you know big minutes on the team started, but uh, still you know nice little victory to end out the uh, end of the summer league. Kieran, do you have any uh, like major overarching thoughts from uh, summer league that you want to share before we get into the uh, nitty gritty?
0: Um, I mean, it's just generally a pretty positive vibe. Um, it looks like we're we're going to be a defense-oriented team because that seems to be a lot of the guys' sort of strengths. With some, you know, work to do on the uh, offensive end, but no one really looked like they, you know, needed too much work on the offensive end that they weren't going to be valuable for the uh, the core of the team. So I mean, yeah, it was a great summer league overall. I only kind of, I didn't get to watch too many of the games in their entirety, but you know, read right up on a bunch of them and uh, caught all the highlights and things. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good looks from a lot of the young guys. So excited feeling overall from uh, the gist of the summer league.
1: Excellent. Yeah, Baron yeah. It can be. Uh,
0: yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, it can be. It can be pretty tough to watch uh, some of those games end to end. Summer league ball is uh, mm-hmm. interesting, to put it mildly. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of the Raptors players look pretty good. Like you said, definitely going to be a defensive oriented team. Um, especially seeing what's his name um, in that last game. He started uh, the Toronto kid Delano. Delano mm-hmm. Banton. Banton. Yeah. He yeah. sure looks like he could be a real, uh, real stopper at the pro level. I yeah. don't know. Doesn't have much on the offensive end, but he he really looked like he can play uh, some really good on-ball defense, create a lot of problems on the perimeter, that kind of thing. So, and uh, and when he can do that, he might have an actual shot at getting some minutes, you know, in his rookie year. So, yeah. so uh, I guess he was one of the standouts for me. The other one was uh, Freddie Gillespie disappearing, but uh, I guess we can talk about that more a little later.
1: But. yeah, um, I definitely kind of feel the same way as you guys here. It was. Uh informative at least uh, you got to see exactly what people were excited about with Scotty Barnes I, I don't mean the last game but the mm-hmm. overall arching um, you got to see you know Precious looked like he belongs in not the summer league definitely the NBA so that yeah. was good to see Like he had pretty uh, pretty crushing numbers the, the minutes that he played you know his per 36 were great um yeah, it looks like the the young guys, there's something there. Um but yeah, let's, uh let's get into that part of it. Um Freddie Gillespie kinda completely disappeared. Do you think uh he's gonna be spending more time in the nine oh five, especially with Precious on board there, Karen? Um, it's
0: tough to say. From what I was um a couple quotes I was reading from their uh coach and assistant coach from the summer league. They didn't seem all too concerned with uh like his dropping offense. He was still grabbing boards. Um and I kind of always thought that about him last year. As you know, fun as he was to watch, and he had some some decent stuff here. He just looked a little lost when he had the ball in his hand, and uh, I kind of kind of you could see that sort of translate here. He looked like he lost a bit of confidence, but um, I could still see him. You know, we don't always need a scorer. If we got four of our other sort of guys on the the um, on the floor with him, he could still be you know just a defensive stop underneath, and uh, you know there to grab rebounds, offensive and defensive. So um <clears throat> as far as that goes um they didn't seem all that concerned so it looks like he's still going to have a role as just you know obviously just a five most of our guys are pretty pretty flexible but he would just be like purely a backup to either kem birch or um precious depending on the rotation we have so i think he might still find a role but he'll definitely if you know i could see also him bouncing back a little bit depending on injuries or whatever else happens or just to get him some play time down there if he can sort of get his groove back bring him back in but uh you know a little sad to see but not completely unexpected especially considering you know the path he took to get to the NBA was never expected to be that sort of a star player or anything for us so um, it'll be interesting to see if we do uh do keep him or not but um, yeah. yeah, it was definitely sad because he's just such a you know friendly and fun guy, right? Even some of the, the clips that have come out here where he's calling like the rookies rooks and stuff. He's like, I think I could do that now, right? He's like, hey, rooks. You know, so uh, he's just a great personality. So hopefully he's around for at least that sort of thing because, uh, yeah, he's a lot. Of, he brings some good energy, I think.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely uh, the reason, you know, why everybody... We like, fell in love with him at the end of last year you know, with that uh, you know, performance of the Miley Cyrus hits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> ben, any, anything quick uh, you want to add on uh, Gillespie?
2: Oh, not much. Uh, Kieran covered it pretty good. Yeah, like we don't need him to score 10 points a game, and uh, I think he only actually hit like a literal handful of field goals throughout Summer League. But uh, yeah, I mean, there might be some use for him in that kind of like Dwight Howard role, just come in for 10, 12 minutes a game, get some people agitated, take a couple fouls, you know. Bring in some boards and that's all you need but uh i will say it definitely like we mentioned uh precious definitely kind of leapfrogged him on the roster i'd say that's for sure
0: yeah 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 he's the backup backup now or if you know yeah if we go to a bigger lineup maybe but yeah for
1: sure yeah now uh, speaking of that there have been uh precious looking at this uh, stat line here he had a very uh you know Giannis like uh, stat line with 600 from the field and uh 353 yeah, yeah. from the line so uh you know a couple things to work on but uh definitely liked his play what do you think uh, your first impressions here
2: oh yeah i loved his play i mean uh, yeah that's the um the free throw thing is is going to be a real problem if he actually does want to be a serious part of a rotation on a team i mean it's just hard to have a guy out there that shoots uh, that can only hit a third of his free throws but uh but beyond that no he looked absolutely great like um I don't think most of the Raptors fans, myself included, knew a whole lot about this guy when we got him in the trade for Kyle, but um, we knew a lot about Goran Dragic, but we didn't know a lot about this guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he, yeah, he just really looked great. He's got a ton of bounce. Um, he's a really, really good rim runner. Like, nobody's getting in front of him when he's coming down the lane with the ball. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that field goal percentage is going should stick even when he gets to the big leagues. Um, he's another guy, too, that can get a ton of offensive rebounds. So it does look like Masai has kind of actually tried to address what we've all been saying about rebounding for the last, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah. You know, now we've got Scotty Barnes who can rebound. We've got uh, this kid who can rebound. We've got Ken Burch starting who can rebound. It's going to be a much, much different team. And uh, um, I wouldn't have said it when the trade first happened, but now I think Precious um, will probably be a pretty big part of this team. Probably, you know, 25 minutes a game or so. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, no, he looked good. I like... uh yeah he's a kind of player we need for sure obviously like you mentioned yeah 35 percent from free throw I mean he shot 50 percent from three um yeah not two not for two. four yeah. <laughs> yeah still don't don't take that away from him um yeah that's just yeah those numbers are unacceptable but I mean free throw shooting is something that can be worked on you know not easily but you know not not that difficult either right it's a free throw um but that's for sure an alarm but and he's going to be going to the line, right? If he, he drives, that's like a big part of his game. They are working on the three with him, but, um, cause of course that's what we do. But, uh, yeah, that's a huge, huge red flag. But otherwise, beyond that, everything else looked amazing and, uh, gets as many offensive rebounds as he does defensive rebounds, much like, um, Ken Birch and Gillespie were doing last year. So, um, as far as that goes, uh, yeah, I think he's got a pretty bright future ahead. Super young too, right? So, um, yeah exciting pickup and like yeah you said one I when we got him with Drogic I was like who you know okay great but now I'm actually pretty excited about that pickup
1: excellent yeah no definitely uh, with Precious like we mentioned before he's got an exciting style of play plays you know decent defense as well and he's kind of exactly the type of player that they've been uh, targeting obviously you know very long uh, bigger guy so uh, excited to see him go uh, now I so saw a little bit more of a familiar face that we have here, uh, that's had a pretty decent, uh, summer league is Malachi Flynn. Um, Kieran, your, uh, thoughts here on his, uh, play kind of interesting. He shot better from three than he did from two.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The three points looking good. Um, yeah. him and precious actually ended up with a lot of, uh, they look good together, you know, so I think they'll be, went on the yeah. floor together. They're going to make some, uh, Definitely. some good moves, nice pick and rolls and things like that. And some good finishes. So, um, yeah, he, he kind of seemed like he picked up where he left off uh, last year. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him and Van Vliet, because Van Vliet's played a fair bit off the ball, like not point this year. So, um, But then, of course, that's what do we do with Gary Trent. So I don't know what the move there is going to be at guard. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's looking like he hasn't missed a step. He's still moving the ball around. He's scoring. Um, you could also tell like, he was taking advantage of a bit, um, you know, the lesser competition, but that's a huge thing I mean if you can excel at this level it bodes well for what you're going to do when you're starting to play against you know the star guards of the league and things like that so um, yeah I, uh, but not a whole lot of bad things to say about Flynn He just I'm not convinced he's ready to be like you know running the floor most of the time for us but I think he'll be uh, great coming off the bench and uh, running the second unit for sure so
1: yeah there you go uh, Ben your thoughts on Malachi Flynn there
2: uh, yeah, no, it's just like you said. I mean, when you spend half a season almost as a starter in the NBA, when you come back to the to the summer league, you're supposed to look like the best player on the court. And that's exactly what he did. Every time I watched him, you could easily see him out there. You're like, yeah, this guy's an NBA player. The rest of them just got drafted. Um, but, yeah, he looked really good. I liked what you said. He really did um, start developing some chemistry with, uh, with Precious on the pick and roll and going up for some lobs and stuff. And that was really good to see it kind of reminded me of the way like Freddie and Pascal developed their chemistry back in the G league and all that before yeah. they brought it to the nBA so I could see that translating you know on our second unit the two of them uh two of them doing their thing on our backup unit i don't uh I'd prefer that we don't see him out there starting for sure I think uh of course a lot not, a lot has to do with what happens with Goran Dragic. but uh, yeah, I think it'd be great to see him just running that uh that second unit for whatever it is twenty twenty five minutes a game yeah. And uh, and see what he can do with it, but I do think, uh, yeah, he looks like he's ready for a bigger role for sure. That three point shooting of his came way up. I think he was at about forty two percent for summer league, yeah, which is really nice. Um, you mentioned his his two point shooting was lower, but uh, uh, I think for a guy like him, that's kind of always going to be somewhat the case. He's just such a small dude. Like uh, finishing inside is. Uh, it's really tough it'll take take him some time to develop uh, ways to do that but uh but seeing the shooting come up the way he can handle the ball like he can fly down the court while he's dribbling which is great and uh so yeah i'm lo- really looking forward to that uh transition game and everything with him next year he looked really good I, th- I saw some people even saying um he could have been like mvp of the summer league for whatever that gets you but
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, no, it's good to, like you guys said, it's good to see that he's developed into his, you know, second year as a professional. Um, and you're right. It's it's important if you're going in, you know, to your second uh, summer league that you look like you should be an NBA player. Like yeah. You should be dominating the guys. If if you look exactly the same, then obviously, you know, the development hasn't been happening. Uh, a guy that uh, kind of uh, was a surprise add to the team, uh, it was signed this year too, uh, Ishmael Wainwright. Um He's a yeah, uh, fun story, a, yeah. But again, the exact type of player that they want to get—you know, a little bit taller, <laughs> seven foot one wingspan. Uh, ben, do you have any uh, quick thoughts on Ishmael before we get to, uh, you know, the meat of the order here?
2: Uh, not too much on him. I saw a little bit of his game out there in the f- in the few games I watched. Um, he did look like a pretty good player, someone uh, that could work his way into the rotation. But uh, more than that, he was just a fun story. He worked. Uh, I don't know, TSN did a spot on him and stuff. He, um, uh, I don't know all the details, but he spent about seven or eight years trying to get here. He did a full four years in college and then spent some time overseas and everything. And he's just one of those guys that's just so, so grateful for the opportunity. And he's going to outwork everybody on that uh, 905 team to try and make it. So, yeah, really nice ad. He's been doing some really nice things on social media and everything. So one of those guys that you're going to root for, for sure.
0: Yeah, I think that sums it up pretty much perfectly. Like, we're rooting for him. He's still got a lot of work to do and a lot of things to prove. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, if he sh- uh, shows any sort of signs of, uh, you know, greatness, I think he'll be easily accepted by the the Toronto fan base. And, uh, yeah, rooting for him. Didn't, you know, didn't overly impress or anything like that, but had a solid showing. So we'll see what uh, role he can get. Again, you know, defense, big guys, we're clearly trying to get, you know, just, giant hands everywhere on the floor (laughs) and you know go from there force turnovers get plays on the offensive end not stick to too many set plays um so in that sort of sense uh he makes a bit more sense right if we know that that's where we're going then uh yeah then he makes a bit more sense
1: yeah, 2.7 steals uh, per game in the summer league here, which led I'm pretty sure the league. So, yeah, that's the kind of guy that the Raptors tend to go after, mm-hmm. create turnovers and create that fast break game. So, um yeah, looking forward to seeing a little bit of Ish uh, as we get uh, forward into the season. Um uh, and then uh, here like the, you know, the main main person everybody wanted to see, see what he uh, had to offer here, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, pretty decent summer league here. You know, he's got to work on a couple of things, but it was all the stuff that everybody already knew that he had to work on. So mm-hmm. uh, it was exciting to see him uh, perform in the way that, uh, you know, was expected of him. Um, Kieran, do you want to lead off here with a couple of quick thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, I think, you know, pretty decent summer league sort of sums it up for him. He was good, not great. Didn't really exceed expectations, but definitely flashed a lot of signs of, you know, hopeful things. And, um, yeah, if we can get our development guys into him and uh, bring up some of his numbers, he clearly has uh, potential to be, uh, you know, really good in the NBA. Um, you know, did a little bit of everything. Um, good rebounds, good even assists, you know. I think he he might even, I think he led our, uh, led an assist, which is um, was pretty, you know, unexpected and great um defensively though yeah he was you know locking people down same with Banton, like both those guys they really uh that's kind of where they're shining right now um turnovers for everybody kind of has to come down a little bit it was but it's summer league ball it's sloppy <clears throat> but um yeah no scotty barnes looked uh looked really good both ends of the floor and you can see sort of glimpses of why we might have picked him over Suggs in the draft so um definitely uh He's going to be fun to watch. And he's he's another one of those guys, kind of like Gillespie, with the, you know, great personality, someone you want to see succeed. He's been fun. He gets along. I noticed him a lot of the time, too, on defense, like when they're switching and things, he was very, uh, like, directive. He'd be telling people, okay, you know, go over there, do this. And a lot of the times it worked out to, you know, cover the floor. So he seems to have pretty good court vision. An awareness there and he's sort of communicating with the team and things like that, which I think will go a long way to a building, you know, camaraderie amongst the team, but also to just make sure that the wheels turn properly on defense. So, uh, yeah, I think he's going to fit in really well with uh, with the sort of character we're trying to build on the team.
1: It is kind of funny what you said there with turnovers in Summer League. It's like, yeah, none of the passes go where they're supposed to go, but even yeah. if they did, there's no one there to catch them because no one's <laughs> where they're supposed to be. So
2: The guys don't know each other's names. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah they're looking at each other's jerseys when the, the, you know, they're stopped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just Burns definitely, uh, even when he was having off-offensive uh, games there, like he had that five blocks against the Rockets. So, yeah, that's kind of what you were talking about. Ben, do you want to... Uh, Finish that up.
2: Uh, yeah, that was pretty well said by Kieran. Yeah, he mentioned the communication. I don't know if you guys saw he was actually mic'd up for one game, oh, um, yeah. and it was amazing for uh, for a young guy like that. He was barking the whole time they were on defense the whole game. He was yelling out orders, yelling out commands. Oh no, nice. it yeah, awesome. yeah, it's
0: kind of what it looked like. Yeah. I didn't see the mic game, but nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can find the audience. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really great out of a guy that young. and like, wow, this guy's going to be an actual game changer on defense because you need those guys, right? Not everyone Makes likes to talk out there. But, yeah. well, we got OG uh, Ananobi
0: about- out there who's defensive, you know, great, <laughs> but I don't think he ever says anything. <laughs> yeah, that the Zen master.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they used to say that about Gasol and like Ibaka, used to yell from the back line, but, uh, yeah. you know, we've been missing that. And yeah, like Kawhi Leonard never said a word, of course. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but. Um, I don't know, I thought he had a pretty uh, pretty, pretty darn great uh, summer league. Just because, can you imagine if he came out that first game and, like, went two for ten and, like, just had a complete bummer showing? Like, the the world would have gone crazy here. Yeah, oh, man. Because Suggs had a great game. Yeah, Yeah. yeah would have never heard the end, and now would be going into the season with a black cloud. Instead, he showed up pr- pretty, pretty good, and the only thing that was really lacking in his game was that three-point shooting, which we knew about. And from what I could see, the mechanics weren't that bad. It's just, you know... He's not there yet, doesn't have enough whatever time, experience, whatever it is. But um, I do say, too, yeah, you mentioned he led the team in assists, and that's what really excites me because you can see how this team could look in a couple years and how it could get really dangerous and be a contender again is if you had Scotty Barnes playing the one and then Fred Van Fleet next to him and then you got, you know, whatever, Ananobi and Siakam on the wing, now you got a really dangerous, really, really big team, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and then so, when you, when you when you consider um, yeah. that lineup if you look at the guys we can then pull in to replace people, like it's not looking so bad, you know. Like that still leaves um well Birch might be the five, but um you know Boucher when he yeah. comes back, we got uh, Trent Jr. um and then I don't know what the what the rest will look like just yet, but um we we got yeah, we're precious starting to get depth. Kind of oh, sorry, five precious eight. of course, yeah. Yeah. Um and then Flynn, yeah. right? So we got uh yeah, a lot of guys to pull from in that rotation. So you're getting some depth going here, which is exciting.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I do like where the uh, where the the team is going. It, it, you, you're right there, Kieran, because for a long time it was like, well, there, there, was, there was the bench mob, and then mm-hmm. the bench mob went away, and it's like, well, we're going to play six guys forty minutes a game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely, be nice to, to see. Yeah, not going to be. And
2: then send them to, to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh but yeah so it'll be nice to actually have a team where we can kind of rotate guys in and out and if guys need rest nights it's not like well this is a scheduled loss um yeah but uh team's looking good uh as far as that goes here's the big question the uh, i believe that what was the i think it was the not sure if it was the vegas over under but i think it was 37.5 wins what are we thinking guys we're going to be over 37.5 or
0: under 7.5 wins good yep. lord no i think we're going above that
1: yeah ben what do you think
2: I don't know if I want to say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) As everything stands now, I think it's going to be very tough this year. I think there's 10 teams that could presumably be above 500 in the East. We're one of them, but we're only one of them. So, and not everyone's going to finish above 500. Not everyone's going to make the playoffs. So I don't know. We'll see. I feel like there's still more moves to be made in and around, not just our team, but other teams. But, uh, as you say now, I don't know. I think Vegas is pretty close on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm really curious to see what we end up doing with Dragic, but I I still feel like yeah. I don't know. Mike that's probably just the excitement talking, but yeah, I think we're we're gonna be a, a five hundred plus team.
2: I just think we're so young and, and really more it's about how much stronger the rest of the East got more than us yeah. getting worse, but yeah.
0: yeah. But no, it definitely gonna take a lot of like that's a lot of pressure to put on such a young team that we ended up with, so yeah. That could be the X factor, too. It keeps us low, and that's probably what's keeping that number low, too, is that this, they're young and unproven. So we'll see if these guys can rise up or not. But um, I like what I'm that's seeing so the- far, so we're on our way.
1: That's the funny thing. It just really depends on which narrative you want to go with because you said, yeah, you know, the puts a lot of pressure on a young team. And then I look at it, I'm like, that's a young team. There's no pressure on them, right? They're not expected to win. <laughs> exactly. They can just go and play. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that's true. They
2: don't know what failure is yet? Come on. Yeah, exactly.
1: You just go up and win. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I I think I'm with you though, Karen. I think it's going to be at least a bit over that number. Um, but Ben's right, you know, Vegas. Uh, you know, there's a reason why they make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. and it's putting out numbers like that. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, um, so the East is
0: just like you said. The East is there's got some powerhouses now in the East. A little bit of talent has come east. So um, you're right. In that respect, it is going to be tougher to get the wins. Like you know, last year this team probably would have fared a little better too. So. We'll see what the rest of the league can bring, but
2: yeah you gotta, gotta think like uh how many games are we gonna go into this year where we're the favorite right I yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know probably not
0: thirty seven <laughs> true, yeah we definitely got a uh, uphill climb,
1: but I think you know the team's designed to uh you know, to weather some storms here. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a good good amount of players. Like you said, we'll see what happens with Dragic as well, whether he's, you know, part of the team or they move him for a couple more pieces.
0: I'm, I'm kind of just as interested either way because, I mean, I want to see Me him too. stay because yeah. he's going to get booed for at least half the season unless he starts putting up 35 points a game. And, um, yeah, I don't know. He's not going to be received well at all in Toronto. Like, we're, no, no amount of apologies are going to... Take back what you said and it was clear as day it wasn't you know, was it mistranslated no it was you just said some stupid things about a team you got picked to go to so
1: well uh, you know other than uh, other than that i think this has been a pretty positive podcast so yeah, we'll try other, not to no. get uh, down in the dumps here uh yeah any final thoughts there guys before we uh, call it a day well, I got
2: your homework for this week is uh, go watch that uh, new documentary on Netflix, the Malice at the Palace thing about the, uh, the oh, big ball yeah. in 2004. Very good show. It's only about an hour and a half. I think okay. a little less, actually. Really, really good. It's got all the guys that were involved. Ron Artest, Stephen Jackson, Jermaine O'Neal, all of them. It's great.
1: Really good watch. Okay, there you go, everybody. Uh, that probably won't be as positive as this podcast was, but it will be <laughs> something statement. to watch. Uh, Kieran, any final thoughts?
0: No, I'm, uh, that was all. The Summer League was a lot of fun. Looking forward to uh, what these guys uh, do over the next six, eight weeks, whatever it is, and get this season going.
1: Yeah, just hope everybody stays healthy through practices, I and mean, we sure. actually have a full team going in. Uh, I know that uh, you know Siakam is improving, so we'll see. We'll keep 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 His, everybody uh, posted and yeah. hear stuff.
0: What about Boucher? Yeah. Any uh, word on him? Like, is he going to be good to go for the start of the season? Or? I think he's supposed to be okay, but okay. I haven't
1: really seen much on it. Like All that's right. we'll keep an eye on. The Raptors are doing what they're doing, keeping everything in house. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, but yeah, thank you, uh, Kieran, for joining me here today. Pleasure as always. Ben, same thing. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Yes, indeed. Been great. And uh, we'll get at everybody soon. As if uh, you know, any big information comes out, we'll do uh, you know uh, emergency one. Otherwise, we'll kind of just stick on schedule here and come at you with something probably later in the next week. Thank you very much for keeping uh, keeping here with us, and have yourselves a great rest of your week. As always, we love you, B, and have a good one, everybody. Thank you. This
0: has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.